Welcome back to Porcelain Peak, the strange and scary podcast that covers everything sci-fi, horror, and all the spooky stuff in between. I am John Brasher, one of your hosts, and I'm joined today by... Anthony Perez. What up? Yeah, and we're on episode 15. Ooh, we're hitting some legitimate milestones again. Getting close to 20. Yeah. Which I guess we go in increments of 10 because that's how many fingers we have. (laughs) I guess. But yeah, so... Last week, we talked about Bandersnatch, and like I said, if you have now watched Bandersnatch and you want to kind of dig into a little bit more and see what some of maybe the branches you didn't check out were, it's definitely worth checking out. A lot of our choices were the same, but there are little spaces where things kind of shot off in one direction or the other, and it was just really interesting to take a look at. We also had a special guest on there as well, so if you want to check that out, it is available now. As far as this week is concerned, we are going to basically do an entire premonition, I guess, of the year 2019. We're going to go over all of the horror and sci-fi releases, or at least the big ones, uh, that are coming to theaters, maybe even some other um, some other territories as well. So, you know, books, games, TV shows, uh, and talk about it. Talk about what we're excited about, the things that we knew were happening, or things that caught us off guard. Uh, and it should be an interesting discussion. Yeah, that being said, we are going to skip the news section today. Because this is just basically just a news section. Basically a news episode, yeah. Um, just extended format. So, instead of doing that, we'll just go ahead and jump straight into the trivia. Trivia! Alright. Act trivia! <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is the spokeswoman, connects to Halloween, I accept it. Yep. You knew what I was after. <laughs> there you go. Hey, that was a good one. Yep. All right. From the monsters category, John. An alien from 1979. What character is revealed to be an android? Now, it gives you a list of names here. Do you want that list? I do, because I'm having trouble coming up with his name. I could picture him in my head. Ripley, Dallas, Ash, or Kane. I'm pretty sure it's Ash. It is Ash. You are correct, sir. All right. Monster to me. All right. Uh, This is a uh, no-brainer. What actor (laughs) played the iconic monster in Frankenstein? Boris Karloff. It is Boris Karloff. Oh, man. I totally blanked for a second. (laughs) You're like, like, Vincent Price? (laughs) I'm staring at him. Looking right at his face. I can see it from here. Also, I love Vincent Price, so he could do anything. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, or, and if it had been from a different era, it could have been Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro has been Frankenstein's monster before. Yeah, and uh, Christopher Lee. Mm-hmm. So, who's to say? But it, it, it definitely says 1930. And uh, Aaron Eckhart, right? That, that <laughs> We don't count that. I There's a play that was going around for a while where it was Johnny Lee Miller and I believe Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm. And one night... The old Benedict uh, Kramer snatch? Yeah, yeah, exactly. One night, one of them would play Victor and one would play the monster. And then the next night, they They'd would switch? switch. Yeah. That's dope. And I thought that was really rad. And it plays with some of the themes of the book where you don't know if the monster's actually real or if the monster is just Victor himself. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. So I really appreciate that. Anyway, that's a different discussion. The next category is gore and disturbing. In The Fly from 86, to what giant creature does Veronica dream she gives birth? Can I say a fly? That is incorrect. It is a maggot. Ew. (laughs) 
That's just the larval state of a fly, if we're real here. Tanning beds caused the demise of how many characters in Final Destination 3? It's going to be a two. That is definitely a two. I used to love those movies, and I was just thinking about that. I'm surprised they stopped making that franchise, honestly. They they revisited it recently. It's been probably like ten years, dude. I think it's been three or four. Well, we're going to look it up right now on camera. <laughs> Because there was a non-numbered release that came out recently. Yeah, so they did, like, uh, The Final Destination, right? Yeah. And then it came out around the same time as they did The Fast and Furious. Mm. And then the next Fast and Furious was called Fast Five, and I really wanted them to make the next one called Final Five. <laughs> or, or Destination. <laughs> yes, uh, but they didn't. Final Destination 5 was the latest release, and that was from 2011. So, close to 10. Yeah, it's pretty darn close. Yeah. It's about halfway in between what I thought and what you thought, though. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> give, me the, give me the question, man. It's your question next. That's right. The next category, psychological. What feature does the baby in Rosemary's Baby from 68 share with his biological father? The eyes. His eyes. The child has demonic eyes. It. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> It specifies. What have you done to his eyes? <laughs> All right. Uh, what Get Shorty and Men in Black director served as the cinematographer for Misery? Walter Mitty. <laughs> <laughs> Walter Mitty's a fictional character. Come on, bud. I don't know, dude. It's Barry Sonnenfeld. Ah, I wouldn't have got that. That doesn't sound familiar at all. Next one is going to be Paranormal in The Exorcist from 73. What is the name of the veteran Catholic priest portrayed by Max von Sydow? Obviously, I can remember Regan, but it's not. I can't remember the name of the of the the priests. Passon. Yep. All right, that's going to be Father Lancaster Marin. Ah. Uh, all right, in Sinister, Ellison Oswald is which of the following? A cop. A novelist, a painter, or a professor? What's the name? Ellison Oswald. He's a novelist. He is a novelist. I thought he said Allison the first time. and no. I, was like, <clears throat> I don't know the wife's profession. All right, next category. Killer. Real-life killers Ed Gain and Elmer Wayne influenced the creation of what character... From the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 1974. I wonder if it's Leatherface. You um have a pretty good uh yes. <laughs> a pretty good yes. That's correct. I lost my train of thought there, so <laughs> correct, John. Alright. In Theater of Blood, the victims Ooh. are critics of whom? Edward Lionheart, Edwina Lionheart, Peregrine Devlin, or Oliver Larding? I have no idea, so I'm going to say Peregrine Devlin. <laughs> uh, you had a you had a uh, you know a one in four, uh, but it is the first one. Edward <sighs> Dang it! All right, last category here: international. That was a good one. In Train to Busan from Ooh. 2016, the protagonist Siok Wu is traveling with what family member? He's traveling with the daughter. Yes, his daughter, that is correct. That child actor is 
100% unforgettable. The still to date the best child actor performance I've seen in <laughs> any film ever. I love that movie. Have you seen that still book? I don't know if we talked you, about it. We've definitely talked yeah. about it. it. It looks incredible. Gorgeous. All right. In Satan's Rhapsody. Great. This is from 1917. Right up my alley. <laughs> what does Countess Alba de Trevita Killed it. Give up in exchange for regaining her youth? Her son. No. It is love. Oh. 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 All right. Let's get into the uh, meat and potatoes. Mute and potatoes. So, obviously, jumping right out, 2019 has already begun, so Escape Room has already been released. That was a horror movie for this year. I still haven't seen it. Yes, I like I said, I saw it uh, on opening night. The trailers were interesting. Um, I feel like the movie, like I said, it it does play with some tropes that are already out there, but the concept of an escape room being the central piece of a horror film and the way they chose to go about it was interesting enough and like i said the acting performances for the most part were great and i enjoyed it like i said it wasn't perfect uh if you want to learn more about my deeper thoughts of it like i said check out uh my review on the entertainment vortex uh, i dig into it a little bit deeper and actually pick some of the things apart it's a spoiler for your review if you haven't seen it uh but i actually give it a number score and all that good stuff i like the idea of taking something that's popular and maybe not super mainstream because I don't know how many people actually do escape rooms. I think they're pretty popular at this point. Yeah. But not everybody you know has done one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody you know has probably had a bowl of cereal. <laughs> but <laughs> but for them to take that idea and then it might scare people mm-hmm. because it is a newer concept. I like that. It reminds me, I guess, of <laughs> Twilight Zone and Black Mirror <laughs> where they're playing on fears of the culture now. Yeah. Like that Truth or Dare movie came out, I think, last year. And I feel like that movie should have come out like decades ago when yeah, Truth for sure. or Dare was more popular. I don't know. I, mean, I guess maybe we don't play because we're adults. But, yep, definitely. But kids probably still play. So maybe it it was for them. Truth but or yeah, Dare? I, yeah, I like that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I know what happens. I've, I've seen the trailers. <laughs> So that's cool, and I feel like more stuff could... Uh, I'm doing my best to try to make the face. Is it, when it's like a... Yeah, you can't see him right now, but you don't want to. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty hideous. Yeah, so, I mean, would you say go see it in theaters or wait for it to... So I think that it's worth a watch for sure. Okay. If you're really interested in the whole concept of an escape room, or if you liked Saw but don't like the gore... Uh, then I definitely say this is probably worth a watch in theaters, but uh, it's not necessary to th- see it in theaters. Some of the effects and everything are really cool, and it was good to see them on a bigger a bigger screen. But it's like I said, it's not imperative that you that you see it in theaters, or you know, like I said, if you wait until it comes to Netflix or Shutter yeah. or whatever, uh, that would be a perfectly acceptable way to watch it. Fair enough. All right, so some of these we've already talked about, but let's just hit them anyway. Movies coming out. And actually, before we do that, I wanted to mention you said Escape Room is a January release, and we both showed some hesitation toward that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like January is getting a little bit more popularity than it used to have. Mm -hmm. Because I think Annihilation came out last year in January, right? It was February. Okay, well, early, early in the year. Mm -hmm. 
And I think a case can be made that movies are starting to come out in better time or different times like that. Yeah. And I think Get Out came out in February. And I guess it could have been because it was Black History Month and that was more of like a, a black starred movie. Yeah. So maybe that has something to do with it. And Us is one of the things that we're going to, well, I mean, we just talk about it now. And we mentioned it before, but that also was coming out in February, I believe. Nope, nope, I'm wrong. That one's coming out. That one's coming out on my birthday. Dope. Yeah, that's cool. No, what are you doing for your birthday? Yeah, I know. That's what I want to do when I turn 30, is <laughs> just get scared. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're getting early releases for stuff. So yeah. we're going to talk about some stuff that's coming out sooner rather than later. And in the past, it would have kind of deterred me from seeing it, but I'm kind of hesitant now to be hesitant. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but the first thing that I'll go ahead and mention, and we've mentioned it before, is Happy Death Day to you. Yes. Um, I on the fence about the first one, and I'd be interested to see where they take the second one. So basically, a rundown is just the characters back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to so, die. To die more. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how the sequel is going to work. So I'm interested to see that. But I enjoyed the first one. I don't think it needed a sequel. I really don't, but if they write it with the same kind of not taking itself seriously, you know, you know, somewhat humorous, but still having some, you know, legitimate, you know, spooks, um, I definitely am down to watch it. You know, I enjoyed the first one. I'm glad I saw it in theaters. My Um, biggest worry is that it's just going to be more of the same thing. Like, I don't want to repeat. I don't want another 90 minutes of... The same movie. Yeah. Because I can just rewatch that movie. Yeah. They need to bring something different to the table to make it worth the, what, like 10 bucks now it costs to go to the movies or whatever. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, I'd still check it out. Yeah, like I said, I'm definitely going to watch it. It's yeah. just, like, I don't don't know if it's necessarily 100% warranted. Yeah. So then we've also mentioned Us. Yes. That's coming out March 19th and looks great if you haven't checked out the trailer do it now mm-hmm. pause the podcast watch it and then immediately come back um another movie that was on the list of things that were coming out in january that has now since released is replicas uh not sure how that one has turned out yet i haven't seen it um it's not one that we ended up reviewing for the channel i believe i believe uh for that week we watched the upside uh, which definitely has nothing to do with horror or sci-fi. <laughs> uh, but uh, it I looks interesting. The trailer looks great. Kevin Hart's career for me is horrible. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes, I didn't know this was happening. Yeah. And then when we were celebrating New Year's Eve, the, the trailer came on in the middle of a game we were playing, and I immediately stopped everything. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. That Keanu? <laughs> yes, exactly. I love Keanu. Yeah. Um, even when he's not John Wick. <laughs> but more what he is. Yeah, definitely. Cool. You want to throw out a couple other sci-fi ones? Uh, yeah, there are a couple of um, March releases that are on the docket. This one I haven't heard of. Um, it is Chaos Walking. Hmm. Um, apparently, it is from a very popular series. Um, it's going to be starring Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland. Nice. So, I like those people. Interesting pairing. Uh, yeah. And it's uh, directed by Doug Lyman. So it should be interesting. Like I said, it's a popular uh, top, popular book series. Um, I don't think this is like YA necessarily, but it does kind of have like a dystopian type theme to it. 
I'm interested to see a little bit more about it, maybe get a trailer or something. Uh, but it does say that it's supposed to be coming out in March. The other big one, the one that I've seen a bunch of trailers for up to this point that's coming out in March is Captive State. Now, this one probably is on both lists, if I'm not mistaken. Because it, it has an alien-type vibe to it. Basically, the whole concept is that, that we're in the near future and... Everything has like changed about society. Like, there's no more crime. There's all this other good stuff, but there's something happening that's causing that, and that thing may be worse than what we're dealing with now. I haven't watched all of the trailers just because I've been trying to avoid getting spoiled or having more things released that needed to be released. But it has John Goodman in it, uh, so I'm definitely 100% down. The concept sounds interesting to me. I'm ready to see it. But it comes out at the end of March. All right, cool. So jumping back on the horror side of things, we've mentioned it briefly, but coming out in April, we got Pet Cemetery, which is another remake. And speaking of, we have Child's Play. And I'll be honest, I'm not 100% sure if this is called Child's Play or if this is called Charles at this point. Because according to IMDb, IMDb, it looks like there's two branches and neither of them have Don Mancini involved, who is the original creator of the franchise. Yeah. But he is coming out with a show that's happening, and it's got Brad Dorif as Chucky still mm-hmm. and as Charles Lee Ray. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's with a it, child's play Chucky franchise right so now. Yeah, with with the Chucky franchise and with the Leprechaun franchise, everything is up in the air and it's kind of a mess. Well, and even Friday the Thirteenth as well. It just it, there's so much going on. That needs to be broken down. Uh, we don't have all the information on it, but like I said, if there's going to be two different Chucky-based movies and a TV series, that's kind of a little bit of an oversaturation. Definitely worried about it. Like I said, from what we talked about on the episode before where we talked about the trailer for Charles, it sounds interesting. Sounds more like a legitimate origin story, uh, which I'm yeah. down for. It sounds like an interesting concept, but I also don't know what's going on. Like they're saying that that for Child's Play that Aubrey Plaza is going to be in it, which I am 100% down for. I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, as the year comes on and as we get more trailers and more release announcements, like I said, these things will expand. So if we get two movies, great. You know, and we'll we'll try to watch them both and see if we can kind of pick them apart and dissect them a little bit. But if we only get one... That's fine too. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. I don't, and I believe the trailer that we watched said Charles. Yeah, and so, but going on IMDb, the picture for Child's Play is that doll, mm-hmm. but there's no video on either of them, so I'm not sure what's going on. Anyway, could be a technical thing, could be me not knowing how to internet very well, <laughs> but that'll be cool. Any other ones that you wanted to add for for some sci-fi or you want there's... to horror? There's a movie called Ad Astra that's supposed to be coming out in May. Uh, that one is starring uh, Brad Pitt, Donald Sutherland, and Jamie Lee Jones. Or, I mean, not Jamie Lee Jones, Jesus. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I uh, thought you were going to say Jamie Lee Curtis that, after. That's hilarious. Anyway, uh, Jamie Lee Jones. <laughs> Apparently, this is supposed to be about um, an army engineer who is looking across the galaxy to find his dad who disappeared while on a mission looking for aliens. Wow. So 
Sounds interesting. Could be dramatic. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, and the, and the release date, like I said, it is in that typical blockbuster territory. So that'll be interesting to see. Obviously, um, I want to kind of brush over some of these because some of them are a little more a little more on point with what we're discussing today. And some of them are, you know, what we would say would be closer to like the superhero territory because technically they are sci-fi. They're just they're their own genre separate from that now too. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Avengers Endgame comes out this year. Yes. Uh, Captain Marvel comes out this year. Spider Man Far From Home. Is Marvel comes out before? This year. Yes. That Avengers. One, that one is in. Uh, it should be soon because yeah, I think Avengers it's March. Is end of April. Yes. Wild. I'm ready for to see the end of this uh, storyline though. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens with all three of those films. Um, I believe that's it for Marvel proper. There's one that is a crossover for both sections, though, that was supposed to be released early last year called New Mutants. Yes, it's like X-Men horror, right? Yes. Yeah. So the trailer for that looked super interesting. It has the character, I mean, the actor that plays the character Jonathan Um, on uh, Stranger Things. And the trailer looked great. The fact that a completed and finished movie got pushed back an entire year and a half is concerning. Yes, but also no, mm. and my reasoning behind that is the Fox Disney merger deal. Yeah, I think hindered that release. I don't know for sure. I guess we'll see. Like I said, if if there's anything that they did to kind of clean things up and make it better in the interim, yeah, that's great with me. Uh, but we'll see how it turns out. Like I said, but it is a crossover of the you know superhero sci-fi and also of the horror genre. Uh, the trailer looked pretty spooky, so I'm definitely down for that. Yeah, me too. And, uh, you know, I like uh, Jonathan. Yep. All right, so this one I'm pretty excited about is called Midsummer. Mm-hmm. That one's coming out in August, so a little bit at the end of summer, mm-hmm. and that's sometimes a risky territory. But this one is directed by Ari Aster, who was the director of Hereditary, which mm-hmm. came out um 2018, so last year. And it's another scary story, apparently, that takes place in Sweden. This one is about a cult. And I don't know about you, but I enjoyed Hereditary. I still haven't seen Hereditary yet. Oh, no way. I'm pretty sure it's on Prime. Yeah, I, I have I have Prime, so I'm going to check it out. I just I haven't got the time to it's... yet. With, with uh, watching Bandersnatch and, <laughs> and all the other stuff that's come out recently, recently, it's been on the back burner, but it would definitely be seen. And that's one of those movies that you want to sit down and watch without distractions and kind of be taken into yeah. it. And it's going to mess up your day, probably, so... <laughs> be prepared for that. <laughs> yeah. um, be prepared to watch some episodes of Parks and Rec afterward. Yeah, right? To to cleanse the palate. <laughs> this one's cool, and I don't know if you know about this. I originally thought it was going to be a series, but it looks like they're doing a movie. Guillermo del Toro is going to be doing scary stories to tell in the dark. So I knew that that was supposed to be coming as a series. I didn't know they had changed it to a film. Yeah. But either way... Guillermo del Toro is is batting a thousand at this point. Um, he's supposed to have a game that's being released this year as well with uh, with Death Stranding with uh, Hideo Kojima. So he could have a banner year this year. You know, knocking it out the park in multiple mediums. Uh, his last outing was The Shape of Water. That movie was phenomenal. Not horror in the Def- traditional sense. Definitely not. I mean, it has some scary moments to it for sure. Yeah, I but, mean, it is essentially a remake of Creature. 
But like I said, the concepts and the way that the way that the story intermingles with those two characters, uh, it's, I said it was just it was breathtaking to watch. Yeah, the visual style was super, uh, you know, enticing, and the way that it incorporated music and, like I said, just that that love story. Just it was it was very um, engaging. Yeah. So he's going to be producing scary stories, mm-hmm. and they got I'm going to butcher this name. I believe it's Andre, and and his first name starts with an O, but it's an O with a slash through it. Mm. So I don't know how to pronounce it. So I'm just going to pronounce it phonetically. It's Avrajal. Mm-hmm. He did uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen, but I heard was really good. Yeah. Um, so that's a couple of a uh, couple of good ones coming out from the uh, horror genre, and those are both going to be August 9th. Okay. So that's weird. <laughs> so there's one that that's supposed to be being released in June. Uh, that one's going to be the Men in Black International with mm, nice. Yeah, so uh, they announced this. Uh, the article that I'm reading from right now it has has the starring and the director at, as uh, to be announced, but we know now that that's going to be uh, Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. And I believe it has the same director from the other ones, right? Yes. The trailer looks interesting. The concept is you know is interesting enough for me. And like I said, I think part of the problem that we've run into with at least the most recent Men in Black release is that the back and forth between Will Smith and, and Tommy Lee Jones is pretty tired. And I think having... Well, that's why I had Josh Brolin play Tommy Lee Jones, right? <laughs> but, I mean, it's just Josh Brolin doing an impersonation. Uh, but I think them shaking it up and having different actors in the leads, I think that will definitely help kind of add some spice back to things. Yeah. And on that note, we had mentioned... In an earlier episode about them doing a crossover with 21 Jump Street, which was rumored to be called MIB 23. Yeah. Has officially been... 100% canceled. Yeah, unfortunately. Cool idea. Yes. And it would have been interesting to see, but yes, that is officially not happening. And then there's one other one. uh, There's there's still a few more on the list. There are some of the biggest releases that that... are coming up, and there's also some that haven't have released. It's actually announced yet, but are supposed to be coming. But the biggest one that's going to be in like that summer territory, still getting closer to that, shows it's an October fourth, so we're getting a little closer to fall. Uh, but Gemini okay. Man. So this one is uh, the uh, the newest Ang Lee movie. Oh wow! Yeah, and that one's done one since Life of Pi. Yeah. I don't believe so, yeah. yeah. And uh, so that one's supposed to be starring uh, Will Smith and uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. So I'm definitely interested. Uh, Ang Lee tends to not take on projects that he doesn't think are bangers. So hopefully this is a good one, and hopefully it's more of a... Except Hulk, right? I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, hopefully this is more of a return to form for Will Smith, because, I mean, I know that, that uh, Bright was very divisive, and then most of the movies before that were either very Oscar bait or were just bad. After Earth, no one wants to talk about After Earth. Yeah. We just leave that on the cutting room floor. I forgot about it. <laughs> um, yes. I used to be a big Will Smith fan mm-hmm. until I think after maybe seven pounds. I feel like since then he hasn't really been putting all of it yeah. into it. I mean, he was probably the best part of Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. But that movie was uh, not very good. Yeah. 
<laughs> to say the least. Um, some other ones I'll mention. I got a few more on the horror movie list. One of them is a remake of The Grudge, mm. and that's going to be produced by Sam Raimi. And according to to this, it's not so much of a reboot, but more of a new chapter mm-hmm. in the Grudge franchise. Whatever that means. It's all the same thing. They try to come up with new names because the term reboot or remake now, they have such negative connotations behind them that I feel like people don't want to label them that. But, I mean, that's it is what it is. Yeah, for you know? sure. Um, another one, it Chapter 2 is coming this year. So it's going to be in the beginning of September. And I, Bill Hader said that it's surprisingly emotional, mm-hmm. of all things. And I never finished the original Chapter 2 the, from the TV movie. Yeah. Um, because I thought it was boring. Mm-hmm. And I immediately fell asleep within the first probably 10, 15 minutes. And I've heard that with a lot of people, where the second half is not where it's at. Where it's mo- mostly they watched the original for the first half. Well, and even the first half, it it doesn't hold up very well. No, I mean, far and away the best thing about that about that film is the performance by Tim Curry. Uh, yeah, by Tim Curry. Yeah. Tim Curry is was great as Pennywise, but it's not it's not something where the actual movie itself holds up to the test of time for sure. Yeah, especially no. being a, a made for TV type film. Uh, I loved the It remake though. And I feel like I'm, you know, I'm ready to see chapter two. I would have liked to have, I, I would have been down to sit down and watch four hours of it all at once. <laughs> but I do think that having a little break and, and, you know, making sure that they, they were making a good product and yeah. they had the right actors in line. I think that that's all fine with me. Uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm okay with that. And I think we talked about it a little bit last week too, where I'm, I'm sick of them rushing things. Mm-hmm. Like, give me something good. Don't give me a sequel because it's hot. Yeah. And I know that they're in the business of making money, but we're in the business of enjoying things yeah. that are good. You know what I mean? And I want to see that. I want there to be good sequels. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess a case could be made that Harry Potter movies were pretty rushed out, but they had source material. Mm-hmm. And most and, of those movies are decent. Yes. Like, good. I enjoy all of them. Anyway. But, like, we don't need boom, 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 boom. Like, look at almost every long-standing horror franchise the longer it goes on usually the worse it gets because they're just putting out sequels putting out sequels saw did it nightmare did it uh friday did it halloween halloween definitely did it you know what i mean until we get all these weird things and chucky the child's play franchise was able to come back on itself yeah so that's cool but yeah for the most part like take your time and how long did child's play take for them to have a sequel you know what i mean yeah it's been a while it was years yeah and uh, I feel like they're getting good again, to me anyway. So, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it taking its time, cat, getting a good cast, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully they can do something that the original wasn't able to do. Yeah. And to kind of touch on that whole thing, you know, as far as like, you know, doing remakes, reboots, and also the just the concept of like taking your time rather than going with a yearly release, there are a few here in a row that are things that have been talked about to be done that um, should be coming out this year that may be controversial just because some of them are like a yearly release. Some of them are a, are a hard reset of their storyline. There's supposed to be a new Terminator film coming out this year, and it is a hard reset of the storyline back yeah. to Judgment Day, which it, it worked for Halloween. 
I felt like this uh, last year's Halloween was was enjoyable. It wasn't perfect, but I definitely am down to see more from that thought process and kind of see where it goes. I mean, I don't like that it gets rid of Halloween three, but you know, you. I mean, Halloween three stands on its own. Yeah, Halloween three is its own thing, pretty much anyway. Yeah, James Cameron is involved in this. James Cameron does typically not sign his name onto anything that he doesn't think is going to be amazing. So we'll see what they came up with. They also have uh, Tim Miller at the helm. So Tim Miller, I mean, I mean Deadpool. I mean, that's that's all you're off to really say is Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool was incredible. If you can make a movie work that the character's biggest thing is that they break the fourth wall and you can make that work and sell a buttload of tickets, I, I'll give it a try. Do we know if Arnold's coming back? Yes. Arnold's coming back, and so is Linda Hamilton. Whoa. Yes. What about, uh... Come on, Mom! I can see his face. <laughs> uh, Edward Furlong. Edward Furlong. Yeah, yeah there we yeah, go. Yeah. Um, I do not know. It lists I mean, I Arnie, like and it lists Linda Hamilton. Anyway, I so. doubt it, he, but he probably just looks like a really, really tired, but still that same age version of himself, because that man does not, like age typically yeah he just looks like a tired like a tired child <laughs> um that's cool though i uh i don't remember genesis at all it's not worth remembering I, yeah and i like salvation but it's been a long time since i've seen it so yeah i probably won't i don't know yes. i just like terminate i like the i like the franchise you know yeah I mean? it's definitely like i said there's definitely interesting things to take from the other sequels that it's just just one and two are yeah are practically perfect films yeah and they they are horror and sci-fi and action yeah and it's <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like alien mm-hmm. so speaking of alien alien covenant should be getting a sequel this this year as well it is in a to be announced status there hasn't been anything really confirmed or put on the table. Um, I believe, at least financially, I believe uh, Alien Covenant did well enough to say that there's probably going to be a continuation of the storyline. But critically, it's still diminishing returns. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed parts of Alien Covenant, and there were parts that I had problems with, uh, similar to with Prometheus. But... I like Prometheus. Yeah, I th- like I said I think that there's still I think if you watch like the like the like the little short series it's supposed to be in between that they released on the internet and watch everything in order, I think it's an interesting story and there's enough to tell and there's good enough performances there to make it work. Yeah. And if they continue the story and if like I said if they can tighten things up a little bit and I I mean, their biggest problem at this point is they don't have a Ripley. Obviously, there are a lot of characters in in the first you know three movies that made a lot of stupid decisions, but you had Ripley at the center, who was the audience basically, who was the like the person who's seeing things from almost an outside perspective and not making mistakes, and not having that central focus. You have all these characters that are just there as fodder, and that it's frustrating. Well, I think part of the problem too is that Prometheus came out and it kind of got a negative audience reaction. Mm -hmm. And so then really Scott tried to give them more of what they wanted. I think people's complaints were like not enough Xenomorph. And so he gave them a ton of Xenomorph. Yeah. It was an, it was an overcorrection overcorrection that was not necessary. Yeah. And I would have liked to see where a Prometheus sequel Mm -hmm. was going, you know, because it's, 
Covenant didn't really feel much like a sequel. Yeah, there was a there was a little bit of tie-in, but like yeah. I said, you had to watch that little short series in between, otherwise you didn't get a lot of those things. Yeah, exactly. And then the last one that I would say is on that list of like potentially controversial releases that are from like either like the reboot, remake, or the yearly release franchises is uh, apparently there is going to be another Transformers movie this year. Well, hey, now, Bumblebee so, so, just killed it, right? Yeah, so Bumblebee is Wrecking Shop, but this is not a Bumblebee sequel. This is supposed to be like the Transformers 6 or 7, whatever it is. Does it have a subtitle? I, it doesn't have one yet. They haven't. They typically announce them with the trailers. I watched um, the last night recently. Mm-hmm. That was the last one. The face, know. the face he's making right now is priceless. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> they had it, and they lost it, and they barely had it. I guess yeah. I liked the first one, mm-hmm. and for me, that was really it. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I, th- I does is Michael Bay still directing all of them, yeah. or is he just a producer? I'm pretty sure he's doing all of them, except too. for Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that. He's done all of them except for Bumblebee. Yeah, Bumblebee's the highest rated one in the franchise. Yeah, by a by a mile. Yeah, like I a mean, good... 90s percentages. Yeah. I've heard people who are very critical of movies say that they walked away from that movie happy, which is incredible to me. That I was not expecting. No. Because usually spinoffs do worse. worse. Yeah. Yes. Typically. Yeah, so I'm interested to see if this rides the high. Or if this one is just more Michael Bay explosion porn, um, we'll see. But and yeah, they're I, long too. Yeah, they're too long. Yeah, over long. I can't sit there and watch a long movie. Yeah, but that doesn't have enough like sustenance to keep me going. You know what I mean? For sure. So last couple horror movies that we are expecting this year. These ones don't have release dates, but I'm going to mention them anyway. The Lighthouse. By Robert Eggers. He was the director of The Witch, mm. which I love. Yes. And apparently it's another period piece. It's going to be in black and white. And it's going to be with William Defoe, sorry, Willem Defoe and, Willem. and Robert Pattinson. Defoe. So that'll be Willem. interesting. Yeah. And then we also have Into Tall Grass, which is a Stephen King, Joe Hill novella. About a pair of siblings who encounter something sinister in a Kansas field. And this one's going to have Patrick Wilson. And that one is going to be straight to Netflix. Hmm. And I don't want to make that sound like I'm being critical. Because it used to be when stuff went straight to video that it was poor quality. Yeah. But with the way that streaming services are and the way that television is in general now... That's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, there's definitely a lot more meat on the bones when yeah. it comes to stuff like I mean, that. The Coen Brothers just released a movie to Netflix. Yeah, that's so potentially being considered for an Academy Award. Yeah, so that's that's there's there's definitely a lot more a lot more gold in them Thar Hills, uh, as they probably would say in Buster Scruggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I got a list of some TV shows. We got a Good Omen starring David Tennant. And that's adapted from Neil Gaiman, which I love. We got Lock and Key, which was apparently picked up by Netflix after Hulu dropped it. And that's also based off something from Joe, uh, from Joe Hill. We got a movie called, or I'm sorry, a show called Lovecraft Country, which is from Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams. Wow. And that's based on a book. 
has to do with racism and monsters in 1950s America. But that's, I mean, that sounds, team. that sounds dope. Yes. And then there is this, apparently it's going to be the year of Joe Hill because mm-hmm. there's another series coming to AMC and it's NOS, N-O-S, the number four, and then A, and then the number two. So it's Nosferatu. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and that's about a supernatural child killer. So that's uh, that's something. That's going to have Zachary Quinto, who is scary. Hey, I feel like when he played... A Siler. Siler, yeah. On, on Terrifying. Heroes. Yeah. yeah. So before we dig into the horror stuff a little bit more, there are a few last sci-fi films that are supposed oh, yeah. to be coming out. Um, so uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, is supposed to come out this year. Is this going to be the... F- first tie-in with king kong or is this one still just a godzilla one i think this one is still just a godzilla one okay um that's coming though right yes they yes set that up. yeah i believe that's supposed to be 2020 okay i, I guess so i want to see that i want to see a giant gorilla fight a giant dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> detective pikachu is supposed to come out this year that's technically sci-fi interesting that movie the trailer yeah looked funny and being a being a fan of of Pokemon, I definitely like. I'm definitely interested to see how this goes. They couldn't have cast a better person to play Pikachu. I think that Ryan Reynolds will make it entertaining. <laughs> I just wish that it was just like rated R and just it was just a swearing Pikachu. But obviously, <laughs> yeah, that's not for the adults. That's, yeah. that's not going to happen because kids um, are going to go see that <clears throat> for sure. Another one of the superhero ones that I missed out on on the on the conversation. It actually says there's supposed to be two. Um, uh, I guess Dark Phoenix is supposed to be coming out this year, but I don't know if that's going to happen. And that's a sequel to Apocalypse. Yes. Right? Direct sequel? Yes. It's and supposed to be in the 90s, right? I, yes. So we'll see if that one comes out. Um, the 90s are hot right now, so they would probably make a killing. Yeah. Uh, and then Shazam? Uh, yes. Yeah. I always forget about DC. Exactly. Um, uh, Levi. Yeah. And then the... The most anticipated release probably for the year, save for maybe Avengers Endgame, Star Wars Episode Nine. Yes. That comes out in December. We'll fingers, see. Fingers crossed, man, because those movies have been pretty polarizing for people, I feel like. Yes. Don't want to dig too far into yeah. opinions about that. I mean, because I... We have. <laughs> we have definitely done it in the past. I definitely enjoyed those movies, and I fear that it's going to be too much of a overcorrection in order to avoid backlash. That's my concern. I mean, we got Abrams back doing it, and I have faith in his ability to make a, a good movie. Say what you want about Seven. Yeah. I think he, directing-wise, did a good job. Yes. You know what I mean? I just don't think that movie was super well-written mm-hmm. as far as plot goes, but the directing was great, so we'll see what happens. I mean, with a franchise like that, no matter what the movie is, it's going to be like that. Yeah. Because it's Star Wars, and yeah. it's so close to so many people that you're going to get backlash no matter if it's perfect or not. You know yeah, what I mean? for sure. So, might as well just try to make the best thing you can. Yeah. So, hopefully it's great. Um, I'm still going to see it. I'm still going to see it day yeah. one. So, we'll we'll see how that turns out. Uh, but like I said, it is probably the most anticipated release of the year, it, aside from Avengers. I'm pretty excited about Avengers. Yeah. That trailer's... I mean, we've talked about it. It's rad. So um, the last show that I'll mention, um, and it kind of covers both of us, and we've talked about it, and I probably you guys are probably tired of me talking about it, but it's the Twilight Zone. Yeah, 
that's coming out this year. It says that it's supposed to air on CBS All Access, so I'm not really sure if that's like my guess, an so, online based thing. Or... So I think it, I, I think it'll be on CBS proper, and then it will also be on their app. Mm, okay, so we'll see. I'm excited to see what they do with it. Like I said, if they keep it to the short format, I'm definitely down. If they go long format, I think at this point Black Mirror is probably doing it better than you could anything you could get from there, or it's just going to feel like it's just Black Mirror. Because say what say what you will about about you know the influences that Black Mirror has, it is its own thing at this point. Yeah, you know it is definitely a darker take, and I, like I said, I, I think that they're they're doing great things with that franchise. The things that they're making are bone-chillingly terrifying. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, shows, there's a show coming out, and I want to say it borders science fiction and horror, and it's produced by Ridley Scott mm. of Alien, as we've talked about, and Matt Reeves. Um, and I think he's most famous for the uh, Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. last, the last two. Yeah. It's called The Passage, and I'm not... 100% sure the plot, but it seems like, based off the trailer I saw, that they've somehow created a new species of human that drink blood, so they've essentially created vampires, hmm. and something with a little kid that is afraid of them, but somehow could save humanity. I don't, I don't know. I didn't really get much from the trailer, but I like those two names, Yeah, and I don't know exactly what producing entails for them. I think there might be a couple of horror movies that might be missing from that list. Yeah, so there's a movie called Vampire, spelled with a Y, um, that's supposed to be coming out. I'm not sure where they're going with the lore on that one, but it is supposed to be coming out in 2019, so we'll see what happens with that, if it stays coming out in 2019. You know, it is a little early to tell with some of these things, because there might be more stuff that's going on. I think that originally um, uh, Stephen King's Doctor Sleep was supposed to come out this year, but it's it's been pushed back to 2020. And that's the sequel to The Shining? Or am I thinking of something else? No, it, it is the like the kind of kinda yeah. What it's like about the kid, yeah, and like psychic vampires or something. Yeah, like, something crazy. Yeah, it's weird. I remember reading about that when the book came out, and mm-hmm. people were like, "What?" Well, that's cool. Yeah, and I'm sure that there's stuff that we missed. This wasn't supposed to be like a comprehensive thing. This mm-hmm. is just supposed to be stuff that we wanted to give you a brief discussion on. I guess brief would be. Relative at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's there's definitely stuff from the sci-fi list that we've missed as well. What are the games I wanted to mention real quick, since we don't talk too much about that as far as video games go? Um, coming out this month, they are rebooting Resident Evil 2. I know that was a big one for you. Yeah, they're they're uh, completely remaking it. Yeah. Similar to what they did with Resident Evil 1. They remade it for GameCube, and then they remastered that in... in in a beautiful HD uh, recently and it plays so much better. They changed some of the controls where it still kind of has some of the similar feel to those old style games, but everything just looks so much better. And like I said, based on what they've been doing recently, especially with resident evil seven, if they just keep on, on that same track they'll keep making great games. They're picking up the slack that Konami's leaving by not making Silent Hill games anymore. Still bitter. Still bitter. <laughs> they, I mean, they they had it in the palm of their hands. Silent Hills. Yeah, direct- that was supposed to be Guillermo, right? Yeah, supposed to be directed by Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima. And then so now they're doing their own project through uh, Kojima's studio. 
So we'll see how that turns out. That's also supposed to come out. I saw out the this trailer year. for that a while back. And it, it looks cool. weird for, as well, shit. Well, for Hills. Oh, yeah. They released like a small, and it had, what's his name from? Uh, Norman Reedus, yeah. Yes. I would be, I, we might still have it. Um, I would be interested to see how how you would do playing through PT. So uh, PT came out in 2014. It's a it stands for playable teaser, and basically you oh. go through a loop in basically like a house. And every time you go through the door, you start back over at the beginning, and little things change. And it's basically it's a teaser, like a playable teaser trailer for Silent Hills. Oh wow! And it's terrifying. But I digress. Yeah. Um, Death Stranding is supposed to be coming out this year. We'll see if that gets pushed back. Uh, as far as sci-fi is concerned, uh, the Bioware game Anthem is supposed to be coming out this year. Uh, it's like a sci-fi shooter. So we'll see how that turns out. Is there anything else on the horror list that you can think of? That's it for me. I'm sure there's, like I said, I'm sure there's, there's so many things. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be a ton of stuff and stuff that we might have even heard of or stuff we didn't mention everything because some stuff doesn't have dates or mm-hmm. is rumored or stuff like that or confusion about what's getting released and who owns the rights to what and everything that's going on with that with that business right now. Yeah, for sure. So I think that about wraps it up for this one. So then next week we are going to do a sort of a sequel to our shameful sci-fi misses, but we are going to do our shameful horror misses. So this is one that I've been anticipating for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> like I said, these like my sci-fi misses are bad. This one, like I said, these are these are terrifying to announce that I have not watched these films. That's brutal. Yeah, yeah, and I feel awful about it. <laughs> all right, but on that note, if you want to check out more from the podcast, you can visit us on Apple Podcasts or head over to our website. That's going to be wordsforweirdos.com slash porcelainpeak. You can also shoot us an email if you want to get in touch with us, maybe share some movies that we missed or your thoughts on the ones that we listed today. And that's going to be wordsforweirdos at gmail.com for the email. Or you can check us out on Instagram at at wordsforweirdos. We post pictures and stuff there occasionally. But we're going to be potentially looking for some reformatting and getting some things that are a little more specific for Porcelain Peak later down the line. So keep an eye out for those things. You'll definitely talk about them once that's all completed and ready to go. And then also, Lisa, don't don't uh, forget to uh, comment, you know, rate, share, you know, do all the fun things. We definitely want the feedback. We want to know what you think of the show, if there's anything we can improve, what you like, and then what stuff that we should keep doing. But yeah, we are excited to keep this going because we're having a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, definitely. And as always, thank you for listening. Peace. A Hyperforge Alpha Network production.